Hello and welcome to I Talk to Ghosts, the podcast that will bravely trek into the haunted forest with you. We've done it many times. I'm your spirited host, Jennifer, a professional medium and a teller of all things ghostly. Tonight, as we venture into the before-mentioned haunted forest, let's decide to have comfortable lodgings. This time, (laughs) this evening's theme is haunted cabins. Then, after the spooky, stay for this week's in-studio spirit reading with my guest, Stephanie. And, of course, the message from the spirits will be happening at my seance table, so join me there later as well. One special side note tonight, if you aren't aware that I Talk to Ghosts has a full video YouTube channel, please go haunt it. I'm in the process of adding additional content about mediumship and spirituality, so visit youtube.com slash italktoghosts. And for even more exclusive content, visit my Patreon, patreon.com slash italktoghosts. But don't go running off and doing that just yet. We're going on a spooky adventure together first. Off to the spooky woods we go. The haunted cabin stories are waiting for us right now. I was invited to join a friend and her family at a lake in North Carolina. I arrived on a Saturday morning, but all cabins were booked for the night. The group of us enjoyed the day at the lake playing card games at the picnic table. I decided to check on any cancellations for a cabin. I went over to the office and luckily something had just happened to be available. Cabin four. Perfect. My friend and her family were in cabin number three. I walked around the interior and took a few pictures. Alone in my cabin, I decided to shower before bed. All seemed well until I thought I had pulled the bathroom door a little shut, but not all the way. As I was showering, I opened the curtain to reach for my toothbrush and toothpaste. The door was wide open. It caught me off guard. I thought the door was shut more than that. Okay, weird, but maybe I just remembered it wrong. After the shower, I went into the bedroom to dress. But the room had a strange feeling, which wasn't there before. There was something just so creepy about that room. I lasted all of a minute in there. I grabbed my blanket and pillows and headed to the couch. I finally fell asleep for an hour or so. I woke up sometime in the early morning and I felt as if something was standing there and I knew to cover my face. I was constantly waking up every hour. Finally, at 7 a.m., I was so relieved the creepy night was over. I went home that Sunday afternoon. Later that day, I was browsing through the pictures that I took. I then noticed something in the photos I didn't see before. In the picture facing the bedroom, the bathroom door is ajar 
and there is a hand or an arm of something pushing it open. I shivered thinking this thing had been there the whole time and I wasn't alone that night. When I enlarged the picture, there is what looks like a skeletal face. I slept with my lights on for two nights after seeing that picture. This story takes place in February of 2001. My wife and I had decided to rent a cabin at a place in the mountains just above Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. It was a typical vacation cabin. The living room slash bedroom was just one wide open room that also included the kitchen dining area and a sofa with a large fireplace, TV, and large windows everywhere to enjoy the view. I am a very light sleeper and sometimes have a hard time sleeping. The activity started the first night we were there. The first thing that happened was footsteps all around me, all around the room. It would move from the kitchen to the sitting area in front of me, to the porch, back to the kitchen. At first I thought it was raccoons, maybe on the roof or something, and maybe the noise was echoing, making it sound like walking on the floors inside, but I was proven to be wrong. I woke up again to the toilet flushing itself. I woke up to the bathroom light being clicked on and watching and hearing the light click off. Thinking my wife was up in the bathroom and coming back to bed, I then realized that she was already in bed, right next to me sleeping. Sometimes the bed would jostle, like someone walked by and bumped into it. I also even caught a glimpse of an apparition in the dark. It didn't glow or float around, but appeared to be a solid human simply walking around in the dark. I figured out that when I had the TV and the lights on in the kitchen, nothing would happen, or at least I couldn't hear it. So by the evening of day three, I was sleeping with the lights on and the TV on all night long. When we returned home, I immediately started researching if anyone else had ever had a problem or a haunting like that before. And I did make contact with a woman about 50 miles away from me who had had strikingly similar experiences with her husband at the same resort. These are all new cabins. I pondered many circumstances over the years as to what could have led to that haunting. Most likely, it's some kind of land history. To this day, all I know is my story is true. I have often thought about going back just to see if it's still there. This story was submitted by Brian in Oregon State. 
If you'd like to submit a story, please email me at speaknow at italktoghosts.com. Thank you, Brian, for your story. My story happened on the weekend of the fishing opener in 2010. My friend and I traveled up north a little early to do some projects on his old cabin. When we arrived, the first thing to do was to open the cabin. That meant to go under the cabin into the crawl space to turn on the water. No big deal, right? Well, this part always gives me the shivers. My friend said, wait, the ghost here doesn't like me to turn on the light under the cabin. Just wait and see. A few minutes later, he came out and I asked, everything okay? Yeah, he said, just wait. And right as he said that, we heard glass breaking. My friend explained, the ghost always unscrewed the light bulb after he turned on the light and it falls out and breaks onto the ground. No way, I said, and he replied, yes way, and we had a little laugh together. I began to ask him a bit more about this ghost. He never told me this place was haunted, and I would love to hear more. He began to tell me all the things the ghost does around the old place, which I later experienced firsthand myself that weekend. The next day, the rest of the crew began to show up, seven of us total. As usual, the first night we stayed up late playing cards, having a few drinks and lots of laughs, and then proceeded to get up bright and early to go fishing. After the second day of this pattern, myself and others decided to take a nap in the afternoon. I went upstairs to the first bedroom, and my friend decided the couch was a great place for a nap. After a little while, I was awoken by some noise outside the cabin. I thought that perhaps the rest of my friends were coming in to rustle me out of my nap and back to the fun. Sure enough, heavy footsteps started up the stairs. The steps got louder and closer until I knew they were at the top of the stairs. I sat up to see who was there and had a straight line of sight to the stairs from my room. To my surprise, I saw no one. Stunned, I kept looking. And then, after a few seconds, the footsteps, just as loud as before, began going down the stairs until they faded away. I stared in amazement, and I thought to myself, was that the ghost my friend told me about? I decided to get up and go downstairs and see if anyone had returned. The only other person there was my friend, and he was sound asleep on the couch. That was wild. Since I was awake, I headed to the kitchen to get a bit to eat. I turned on the radio for a little music and sat down. A few minutes later, 
my friend woke up and joined me in the kitchen. I asked him if he heard footsteps earlier, and he said he hadn't because he was sleeping. As I was telling him my story, the radio all of a sudden turned off. We shrugged and turned it back on, only for it to turn back off again. A little while later, while I was in the bathroom, the tub faucet turned on by itself. I had to accept at that point that all of my friend's stories about the cabin were true. Others had had their own experiences there that weekend, orbs of light and even a partial ghost of a farmer in overalls standing outside in front of the cabin looking towards the lake. All I can say is these experiences for me were just another confirmation to what I'd already believed. Ghosts are real, and they can make their presence known if they choose to do so. Hello, my dear spooky friend. Do you have a paranormal experience you would like to share? Submit your ghost stories to be read on this podcast. I love sharing true ghost stories, and yours could be among them. Email me your story at speaknow at italktoghosts.com. Let's be spooky together. Hello and welcome back to I Talk to Ghosts. My guest this evening is Stephanie. Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Hi, Jennifer. I'm doing awesome. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm really excited that we can make this happen. Uh, There's a lot of energy coming in for you. And I think with this particular reading, it's going to start out big and then we're going to narrow in the details and I just kind of love when that happens so I'm just I'm going to go for it okay yes (laughs) I love your energy okay first off there's a lot of feeling of warmth and generosity coming in for you I'm feeling uh, the woman who is with me is very warm and nurturing and has a lot of generosity to her. I'm relating her to, um, I'm seeing a bright sun and that warmth. It's like radiating out of her heart and you have that too. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, there's a lot of feeling of like cooking and nourishing, like a nourishing expression. Um, does that make sense to you? Yes, Absolutely. This feels like mother-grandmother vibes. Absolutely. Yeah. This, okay. I'll let you talk for just a second. Um, do you just want to share just a teeny little bit? It is my grandmother, and she was basically my mother figure. Okay. And See, that makes sense. Yes. And she showed her love through cooking, and I spent a lot of time in her kitchen. That was basically every waking hour of her day was in the kitchen. Oh my goodness. Yes. That is coming through like right away when she came into my space. Those were the, all the emotions just swirling with her and that what she was sharing. And I'm like, you will know, you will know who this is. Um, I'm also getting the 
it's being expressed in kind of a a bragging way how how imaginative you were as a child oh i've always been very resourceful i don't know how she thought about me but <laughs> <laughs> she's smiling at you and your brain and how you think and that you were always the person that you are I'm getting the sense of like recipe wisdom with her. And let me ask you if, did she have a special drink that she would make? For Christmas, she would make her eggnog. And as a kid, I was the one that she would send to go buy a bottle of rum for the eggnog. Oh, really? And at that time, they would sell the rum to me. <laughs> and I would just walk back home with a bottle of rum in my hand and oh. as a kid, which, you know, these days you're like, what? <laughs> oh, I know. Let me share a personal experience. I used to be sent to the store to buy my grandfather cigarettes. And I was like eight. You right? know? Yeah, it was a different world back then. It, it was, it was. So, yes. so me and you, we could have had a party. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I want to get back to this sun vision again and this, uh, the feeling that is conveyed there. It, it not only does it seem like literal sunshine, but there's also this feeling conveyed with it of just radiating outward. Uh, it's like sharing and teaching happiness. That's beautifully said. Yes. Just to explain to the listeners, how does that correlate with you? I believe that my grandma was basically the brightest star in my life. Oh. And she, her light permeated in everything that I did and everything that I said I always had her in my in my heart yeah she's there for you yes and she I was just talking about her just yesterday with Brian so even though she's gone to the other side for about 20 plus years now I have her very present in my in my life even today so yes that's that light has not gone away it's always there you know, when we talk about our loved ones, because I hear this a lot, oh, it's funny, I was just, I was, you know, and it's like, no, it's true. We keep them with us. And in our actions and our words bring them even closer. We're like fortifying that connection that is always there. <laughs> the funny, it's funny about the special drink because she's like, ask about the drink. You know how she kind of described it though, was that it was a specialty thing, not all the time, but it was. It was a solution. She was calling it like, this will answer your problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, she, she loved that spiked uh, eggnog, for sure. It was definitely something we would, we would look forward to. Do you have an old photograph of her? Yes. Because she was showing me that and, and just acknowledging it. I'm seeing a bit of, like, property uh, a couple of different things. There was like, there's a wooden fence. And I'm also kind of seeing a side gate. It feels like it's to the side of the house. It's not in front of it. If you go in it, there's a path to go behind to like a patio. 
Oh, it's probably she's showing her our home. Oh, is that your house now? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> it just got built two months ago. And so this she's acknowledging that she noticed the great work that Brian did in in doing that. So that's our home. Oh, wonderful. And she never saw when she was, you know, in this realm. So she's uh, she's basically saying that she's she's seeing what we're doing. Oh. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. And and it's funny because we were just talking about how she's still with you. Yes. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. That's a confirmation right there. There is someone else coming in. Uh, this feels like a male energy. Um, someone, someone you knew. He's coming in with um, also a lot of support, but he seems very structured and measured. Um, but still, you know, it's just a different, a different vibe than, say, your grandmother's energy. If, if like, I'm seeing stack stacks of things even and just me, he just seems very logical and structured but still very generous that could be my father yes that could be my father more organized and more methodical yeah logical wisdom i wrote down mm -hmm. logical wisdom mm -hmm. okay let's see let's see what he has to say don't worry just do is what he's saying just keep it balanced. Don't overthink. Don't get too emotional because that's not going to be helpful. Mm. Um, and he's still bringing in that advice to this day. <laughs> okay. Um, let me see. He was respected. He's saying he was respected in his career. Mm -hmm. Did he throw himself into his work a little bit? Uh, yes. Yes. He liked to figure out problems. Yes. He, yeah, he made he made a name of himself in uh, in, in accounting. So he was he was respected in the in the community, and he was very successful in his career. So yes, he 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 worked a lot. Yeah, huh. he he's saying that he was a little addicted to it because to him it was a puzzle, mm. you know. And he just it's almost like it it snagged him all the time. Like he, he just really enjoyed it and, and it worked for him. And he was really good at seeing things in a way that other people might miss. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like he had this perspective and he was also really good at how he went about things. It wasn't just by the books. He had some creativity there when it came to, I'm going to look at it this way and I'm going to make this work because I can see it. And his friends, he, he feels like there was... His friendships were there, but getting the sense from him that he's like, I just can't help it. I'm sorry to talk about work. Um, you know what he wants to say to you? He sees your spirituality and he sees you leveling up with it. He has a different perspective now. Oh, he does. Know? Okay, good. Well, how could you not? <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> How could you not? Um, uh, okay. How do I say this? Because it's like I get emotions and then I have to translate it into words. And that can be hard sometimes. So just bear with me for a second. Mm -hmm. Harshness isn't the right word. There feels like there's a heaviness here that he wants to acknowledge and apologize for. 
Mm. And he's trying to explain that it wasn't you. It was in him. I know that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, I know that. He's seeing it as really ugly and he did not like that part of himself. And Mm. it was so ingrained. He didn't have the observance to be able to separate from it. Um, And he hopes that you can understand that. Oh, yeah. I want to switch gears and I want to ask about you a little bit. Nothing, nothing really to put you on the spot. I'm feeling like this meditative state and I'm wondering if, if you ever feel like you get into this zone where you're kind of swaying a bit. Yes. Because that is coming through. I think that there's just this encouragement of, oh, when you feel that, you know, you're good. And just to encourage that in you, that's like, yeah, you're right. You're, And even like the act of that motion can kind of trigger it in you. So it's almost like it's um, cause and effect. That state either causes it or you cause it by doing that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, I totally understand what you're saying because it it's something that happens naturally when I connect. And uh, sometimes I notice that, I am swaying, and then I realize, oh, I'm deep into it. I'm already very, very well connected. And sometimes I go and I start swaying in order to connect. Yeah, I think there's just this acknowledgement of that. And, you know, how your dad was kind of bringing it in, and I know he's like the wrong person, but like for this to come in after that, I, I think that he sees you. That would have not been said in life, but like I said, he has this different perspective now, and uh, of course, you're going to recognize him by who he he was and who he says he he was. But he has this; he can see you like your grandmother can see you, and he just really he wants to celebrate your spirituality, and he sees you becoming so big, so big in your energy, and I think that's why. The, the meditative state was being brought up. It was just this acknowledgement of, oh, that flow and see how deep you can go. Wow. I have some messages that I wrote down for you. But before that, I wanted to ask you if there was anyone that you were hoping could come in before we do that. I have never connected with any of my grandparents other than my maternal grandmother mm-hmm. because I never met them when they were alive so I wondered if one of them had any presence in my life and I have not acknowledged them or if they had any message for me at all your grandfather is coming in and saying he loves to inspire you creatively Like if you ever feel that rush of just inspiration, like where did that come from? He helps with orchestrating that. He's saying you have a team, but he, his soul feels like there could be this potential of manifesting. He just innately has that. He likes to just kind of sneak in there a bit. And when you're kind of in that mode, um, he kind of helps boost it a little bit. That's so cool. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt that? Yes, all the time. <laughs> okay, so you feel so you know what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, because especially when it comes to working with your hands, I'm seeing you create things. Um, mm. But not only that, it's the inspiring ideas, the, the soul stirring ideas, as well as the, and I could make this, like manifest something, make it real if you mm. want to. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. I, I ask myself a lot is like, I don't even know where that came from, but I always, I'm always very grateful about having them. I just didn't know that he was inspiring me. Yeah. Yeah. He says that he doesn't want to take all the credit, but he's definitely in there. If you're ever inclined, you could maybe even call upon him a little bit and say, all right, you know, I'm creating some space for you. But it sounds like you've you've got the creativity covered. It sounds like like the system is working. <laughs> it is working. It's awesome. <laughs> we have a good partnership, even though even though I didn't know it was him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely in there. Definitely in there. Okay. I do have I do have some messages for you before we go. I wrote, You have so many gifts to share and they start from the heart. Mm -hmm. And you know this. You know this. Don't worry about money. That's coming through. Uh, embrace the idea of abundance, that when you're working from your heart and you're shining, the opportunities are going to present themselves. If you ever just because of past things or just learned behavior, that buckling down, you know, oh, oh gosh, that worry, that's just going to kind of drag you down. And if you can just kind of comfort yourself and open back up and say, universe, help me out. Give me the abundance because I'm going to share it. You know, it's not about like hoarding it all away. You're not that way. So it's like, go ahead and be receptive to deserving it. You are metaphysically at the spot of leveling up. Your dad mentioned it too, but they just, um, everyone is kind of encouraging you that embrace it and shine and, and be yourself and you are going to do amazing things the way that you do. Awesome. That's very encouraging. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for meeting with me today. I'm so glad we were able to make this happen. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is wonderful. Very heartwarming messages. Thank you. Before we go, do you have a personal ghost story that you would like to share? Yes. Listener ghost story. So my grandma has made her presence be known very, very clearly in the physical realm because she has shown up in multiple ways. And so one time I was in my bedroom and my daughter, who at that time was a teenager, she was somewhere in the house and it, it was only the two of us at that time. So I, I had my door closed and I hear the doorknob and the door rattle as if somebody was holding on to the doorknob and trying to get in. Oh, wow. And I got really scared because I was thinking, what is happening? It must be my daughter because who else is doing that, right? And then I, <clears throat> I then called out to her and she's not answering. And so I was wondering, well, she's the one rattling the door and I'm calling out to her, why is she not answering to me? It's not, it must not be her. And then I, I did go and open the door because I really thought it was her. And there was nobody. Well, nobody that I could see with my eyes, right? And, and then I realized she was in the house, but she was in the bathroom and I could hear the shower. 
So I knew she was in the shower and she had nothing to do with my door in my bedroom. So then I realized it was not her. And it was not like her playing pranks on me or anything. And I got really scared because I did not know what was going on. And we had just moved to, to this home and all of a sudden I just had the thought, was there maybe some spirit that lived in this house and I didn't know? So I went and, um, and I, got, I got the information and then I realized it had been my grandmother who wanted to let me know that she was here. When we moved, she came with us. <laughs> and then at that time I told her, okay, I love that you're here with us and I appreciate the presence. Can you please manifest yourself in a less scary way? <laughs> and, and so the next time that she showed up, she actually sat on the bed when I was about to sleep and I just felt the weight sink in the bed. So then I knew, okay, she had received a message. She realized the shake the you know rattling of the door was very scary and she followed and she followed um followed through with my request about not scaring me anymore but letting me know that she was right there with me and so she sits on the bed and i can feel the weight of her body sink in on the bed as if she was in physical form which is very reassuring because then i can i i know i know when she's around she lets she lets me know and she doesn't scare me anymore. So that's my ghost story. It's my grandmother. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah. And and you're absolutely right. Like the door, even if like you had known at that moment that it was your grandmother, actions like that, they're startling because we're not expecting it. But something quiet and almost reassuring, like someone sitting on the bed, much more comforting. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's it really nice to feel her presence. So I love it. Oh. Well, thanks again for everything, your time and your energy. Thank you, Jennifer. Would you like a free spirit reading with me and record your reading for the podcast? Sign up for your chance to be selected by visiting italktoghost.com slash guest. And as an added bonus, if you don't want to leave your reading up to chance, I'll let you in on a secret. There's a discount offer to book a private session with me, so you can book a date and time for certain. Visit italktoghost.com slash guest for more details. I can't wait to meet you. Hello and welcome back to I Talk to Ghosts. I have a message from the spirits tonight for someone listening to the podcast. So thank you for joining me around my seance table. Tonight, as I call the spirits close, I will be working with white calcite. If you're not familiar with white calcite, it is a wonderful stone to draw in frequencies and vibrations of loving divine energy spiritual growth, emotional growth. It's also a great stone for cleansings. So keep this stone around if you want to work with any of those supporting energies. It does not have to be only for spirit work. I like to ground and center, be aware of myself, expand my energy outward, and call a spirit close. Tonight I have with me 
man is coming close and he is sharing with me that this would be your boyfriend. He is sharing his enthusiasm and like I said, his energy for life in general and sharing experiences with you. I get the feeling there was a project between the two of you in the works. I'm seeing an RV, a recreational vehicle. So it it feels as if um, extended road trip or I'm seeing like multiple stops traveling together. This was a very planned out future that the two of you had together and he was actively working on it. You both were and he was always coming up with new ideas and it seemed like he had endless energy for it and was able to juggle multiple tasks in order to accomplish next steps in this project. There is regret there about his passing and acknowledgement about how hard this was for you um, to let him go. And he's sorry about the timing of it. And he knows that you two had so many future plans together. And he wants to comfort you through that. His message for you tonight is he wants to encourage you very gently to not give up on your goals. It wasn't just him driving it for you. He sees that same passion in you, but he also worries that losing him has also made you lose that enthusiasm for the things you talked about together and the plans that you had. He's saying that he wants you to experience all the things that you wanted to share with him in life and that he's still with you and he'll be there with you at your side when you continue on and you have those adventures. You are still very much connected. It's just shifted and different when we transition out of this world but that doesn't mean that he's not with you still and sharing things with you still through the connection that you have he he's even joking to pretend that he's still there what would he do what would he say to you because he still wants all those things for you so i hope that this message reaches you and it gives you that little spark of encouragement. If this message resonates for you, please reach out because I would love to know. Thank you. And with that, dear listener, we've reached the end of this episode of I Talk to Ghosts. I hope you've enjoyed my spirit work that I shared with you this evening as well as those spooky tales of haunted cabins. Have you ever stayed in a cabin and discovered that it had a ghost? I would love to hear about it. Email me at speaknow at italktoghost.com with your story. In the meantime, wherever you wander off to in this world or the next, just remember, come back and visit with me. 
Have a lovely evening and good night. If you listen to my podcast, you have to be like me. You love listening to spooky stories. I'm excited to say that Audible is a sponsor of this podcast. Audible storytelling keeps me company no matter what other task I'm doing. And you know what? Listening can also keep my stress at bay because my mind is being drawn into the stories I'm listening to. Sign up and try it now by visiting audibletrial.com ghosts. I'll also have a link for you in my episode description notes that you can click on. Happy spooky reading! <laughs>